0: Hi guys, my name is Angela, I like anime, so anyway, let's talk about it. So, Yuru Camp, or in English apparently, Laid Back Camp. So this anime I've been watching uh, since about halfway through GCSE season and if you even watched my last episode I was talking about how I was half term, now I'm officially done and no more GCSEs for me. I uploaded the last episode though uh, yesterday so when I uploaded it, it would have been um it says I already if you read the description it says I already finished my GCSEs but I'd like to say I think I'm gonna try and stay on track mostly instead of going on a rant because I think the videos where I'm more concise and just talk about what I'm supposed to talk about I'm really do well and sorry as well if my mic goes a bit weird because it's like the way I set it up is kind of dumb and I've been trying to set this up since yesterday and it wasn't like it's, not like it's not like it's broken it's just the way I'm trying to set it up isn't working for me so I might occasionally have to just you know like move it forward which means it might get like louder at certain points or it might fall back like it just did there or I might have to keep holding on to it but anyway that's not the point. You do cam. Can it stop moving? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna... Oh my gosh! You know what, I figured something out. I'm just gonna hold it. And I didn't want to hold it, but you know, it's fine. Okay, Do Camp got a movie in 2022, which I haven't seen. Yudu Camp is apparently it's a set, it's a seinen, which I think is a bit, you know, I didn't think it would be a seinen, and it classifies in that genre called cute girls doing cute things. I didn't know that was a genre all on its own, but apparently it's a genre and it would include things like Lucky Star and like K-On! Typically these are like high school anime and they you won't usually see like a male character in sight and to be honest I prefer it like that in some ways because because of the way i don't know media is like if you have one male character or at least a couple like you'll always have to sh- have to try and ship them even if it's not a romance anime because that's how our um, society works so by removing like the male characters uh, like in general if you like it almost you could argue it removes a little bit of the male gaze but then you could also argue it doesn't because this genre could just be a way for like men to like just watch like high school girls do things i'm not trying to make this like um sound weird but you know by removing men it also means that like the men don't have to look at men at the same time but anyway it is set in the yamanashi prefecture where which is which has like a says camp, ooh, that's not what i wrote and it's written by this person called afro i couldn't really find anything about them in the wikipedia or anything else and the manga ran from july 2015 to now it's still currently ongoing and the anime, season 1 came out in 2018 and season 2 came out in 2021, so last year. It's a slice of life, Iyashikei, which I think is the healing anime. And it's very chill and the openings are very good, um, and to be honest, an interesting story about uh, Yuru Camp is when I was like, watching it, like obviously all the seasons have come out so I was just binging all, this, all the, the first two seasons. and for our GCSE Paper 2 language, they gave us a question, they gave us two texts about camping and then the end article that we had to write was about whether we need to like go abroad to go or like go far away in order to have a holiday. And at the time I didn't realise that like, oh my gosh, I'm watching a camping anime and I literally just got texted in my exam about camping. Like afterwards, after the exam, I was like, oh my gosh, camping, camp like camping's everywhere. It didn't even help me in the exam, it didn't really matter, but I just thought it was quite interesting. But anyway, the story follows. Well, if we're saying, if we're looking for a main character or protagonist, it follows Rin. I did not write down her full name because I could, I I think it's Shima Rin. Yeah, that's her full name, Shima Rin. Who, uh, is the, I think they're high school, I should check this. I, they're with high school, second years or first years. And they love, like, camping. Well, no. Shima loves camping, but only solo camping. And Nadeshko, uh, who is the new girl at the school, joins at the beginning of season one. And they randomly meet at this lakeside camp near Mount Fuji, and Fuji is like always like he's like a main, not a main character. he's like an integral part of um, this anime, and they call him Fuji-san, which I think is quite nice because like they're showing a little bit of like respect to Mount Fuji. I swear Mount Fuji is a volcano though, or am I just being dumb? I. Anyway, that's not the point. And Nadeshko, where she used to live, she couldn't really see Mount Fuji that well. But now that she's moved to the city that Rin lives in, she gets to see Mount Fuji, like, pretty much every day. And when they first meet, she's, like, in awe about Mount Fuji. And I kind of, like, I love, not like, I love Nadeshko because in a way she, like, revitalizes, like, camping for Rin because... Uh, Later in the story as well I like how they didn't like because you know how they could easily have been like oh camping um, with friends is so much better than camping alone like they could have really easily done that I am very appreciative that they didn't do that like later in the series they still um, make it important that like Rin still loves to camp on her own. But just camping with other people gives a different side of camping that she wouldn't have been able to experience without Nadeshko like prompting her. And even still, Nadeshko, um, like from the beginning, is kind of like the opposite for her. She falls in love with camping, you could say, because of Rin, and she loves camping with other people. But then as the series progresses, she realizes that she wants to be more independent and try um, solo camping the way that Rin has been solo camping, which again, shows us that they've been, like, delving into each other's side of camping and now they have um, experiences that they can both, like, enjoy either together or on their own because sometimes people aren't always available to go, to go group camping and there's a sort of, I think, oh, I should have gotten the quote for this but, uh, Rin, I think, even in season two is talking about how she, she's just, like, like vocalising, like, how solo camping feels, like, to her and I think it was very good, and I should have written this down. I I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm only remembering this now because I wrote the script like yesterday. Um, but I, I think that's very important because when she said that, she kind of prompted uh, inadvertently. I don't know if that's the right word. She accidentally prompted Nadeshko to want to like chase that feeling of appreciating. I think it was. I think she said something about appreciating loneliness because loneliness is something that we all fear in life. But no matter what, we're we're like in certain points in our lives, we're going to be alone. And I think finding a way to either enjoy our loneliness or appreciate it or find something we can do just for ourselves is just as important as hanging out with friends and finding something to do with friends. And again, in our society, people are becoming more and more lonely, which isn't a good thing by any means, but for healthy people, they should find a good balance between being alone and being with people, because if you're always with people all the time, I think that it kind of removes you from your sense of self. Like, I think a big thing about being alone is you, you're you alone with your own thoughts, so you're alone with yourself. So you have a chance to reflect on yourself and your ideals and your thoughts. But if you're constantly with people, then you never have a chance to really look inwards because whether you like it or not, I think, when you're with people, you're more focused on them and like their happiness their needs their whatever compared to your own i mean if you're quite selfless you could arguably be very selfish and not really think not selfish but maybe more self-centered and when you're with people you're still thinking about yourself um or you could just be insecure and you're always and you're still thinking about yourself but anyway i think that was a very important theme throughout the show because camping takes you back to the not the beginning but it takes you back to just nature and even though when they're camping they still like watch movies and go on their phone and stuff like that. We're in will also take a book and like relax. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, society is like we society need to go back to book and nature because argue not arguably, because there's benefits to both technology and nature. But like I said with the loneliness and the group Aspect of camping. There's also a benefit to going back to nature and to also enjoying technology. Life is all about balance, and if you do too much of one thing, then you're gonna be uh, how do I say this nicely? You're gonna be messed up, and it also gives you like a good perspective because if you only look at one side of things, if you only look at technology, then you're wrong, Then you're gonna be very judgmental to people who like nature and stuff but if you only look at nature then you're going to be like harsh and difficult technology which you could say almost is worse because technology isn't going to go away um anyway back into uh Yudu camp because it's right run- what's well, still related to yudo camp so i'm glad about that the animation in terms of isn't like legendary but the scenery is like very beautiful and i remember watching a um because i these days i'm a lot into like I mean Japanese youtubers but Japanese youtubers that have like a foreign audience so or, and also some like Japanese vlogs, but they still kind of know that they have a foreign audience so they'll put closed captions like in English or in other languages but they'll like they'll only speak Japanese in the video um, I've been watching a lot of those and I remember in one of the inter- I also love interviews of Japanese people and one of them I was watching. Was like asking people their favorite anime like in twenty twenty one I think and somebody said Yudou Camp and they started describing it and I was like okay I'm gonna watch this then because it seems pretty chill and also I think I don't know if it was PewDiePie but you know PewDiePie moved to Japan uh I don't know I think in his video of like just talking uh, like answering questions about him moving to Japan he said something about a camping site that was really popular in anime I think it was the Yudou Camp campsite that's like beneath like Mount Fuji there's like a big field and you can like camp there and Ruin camps there in season one and then Nadeshiko ends up joining her um but yeah like a lot of these places that they go to is real and it just kind of makes me want to go camping. It's like, I don't want to call it, I'm not going to call it the anime effect, but for me it happens mostly with anime because I haven't really watched like, I don't, well, I, I've tried to watch, not tried to, I am watching Stranger Things right now. Kind of like step away from anime a bit so that I don't get too consumed by the, like the amount of anime media I consume. Like it almost becomes to the point where, you're not you become numb, but you kind of do become a little bit numb because you're just like, ah, oh, another anime. But watching something else that like, gives me a break from just constant anime tropes, anime this, anime that and watching actual actors like act is also quite rewarding. Which is why I also like to like take a break and watch K drama. even think that's still like Eastern Asian media. I still wanna delve into other types of media, but that's not the point. Back to uh Yorukamp. It gives like a sort of realism to it by like using actual scenes from the Yamanashi Prefecture and stuff like that. And we're not in Tokyo, which um I kind of like and I know it's like the capital city and a lot of like um British media will be like in London because it's the capital city, because that's where stuff would happen. But I feel like taking it back adds to like the taking it back to a smaller, more rural town or city as like the healing effect, the slice of life, because that's more relatable for me personally. Because I don't live in a big city. Like also, I live in like not the countryside in like basically, I just live in the north, north of England. They don't get enough representation. But just a smaller city in the north of Yorkshire and you see a lot of fields but it's still like you know you still obviously have technology we're not like um we're not like what's it called apart from society but anyway putting it in a putting it in a a small city or town like also um livens people up to the beauty but then again mount fuji is in it so i don't know if actually this is in a small city because if mount fuji i saw mount fuji is like a national landmark so you think you'd put like a big city next to like one of your national landmarks but i don't know like maybe i should have like looked a bit more into this before but you know then uh i wrote about like character profiles not character like the characters and what i think about them so i already talked to you a little bit about rin and Nadeshko. so i'll just go through the notes i wrote about specific like them specifically so i wrote that rin she honestly cares about her friends and um this is about everybody But I like everybody's character design. I'll elaborate more on that when I get to each person's character, but for Rin she like that when the the outdoor activities club I haven't even gotten to them yet but when the outdoors activity club so Chiaki, Ali and Ena-chan go camping and like a really and they weren't prepared she called the sensei and was all like broski not broski I need to stop doing this she was all like sensei um they they didn't it's gonna get to like minus whatever degrees there they're gonna freeze to death so then she honestly cares about even though she acts like she doesn't want to Uh, care about them and she doesn't even want to join the outdoors activity club she still went out of her way to like be like i care about these people and they might get like hypothermia so i'm gonna get the sensei to go and uh to go and like look after them what else about her but she's not exactly like i mean you could argue you could say she's introverted she's friends with enna i don't really know their history they could be childhood friends but enna's like very bubbly but she's also like lazy which i kind of relate to like the outdoors activity club like enna chan join our club and she's like uh i would prefer to go home which i think is like a cultural thing because most i'm assuming uh i could be wrong but i'm assuming that um most people in like high school or middle school have an after school club and if you don't have an after school club then you appear as like lazy because everybody has an after school club you know um and the culture is not quite the same in the UK like you can it's most people actually aren't in an after school club you can be like a lunch club I guess but I personally like after school clubs and clubs in general because I feel like it gives you like a different side of school like what clubs have i been in uh I've been in school council i've been in uh, like this environmental club we had i've been in uh, sports clubs i've been in netball i've been in basketball this is the club wise i'm trying to remember i'm also trying to remember primary school i oh i've been in choir that was year seven. that was like year seven i want to start a new club for sixth form uh because i i kind of like um making and managing clubs i like the freedom of just like being able to do whatever i want to do and my friend was like um she that's like a band and i was like i can't play an instrument and she was like you could sing and i was like okay um but i will have to like either just like take lessons or watch youtube videos because my voice is nowhere near singing quality and i i feel like that's interesting though i might actually go through with that or i might do something else but anyway back to uh, Nadeshko she joined she's the new girl like I said and then she ends up joining the outdoors activity club because in the first episode she meets Rinchan and loves camping so she's like there has to be a club at school that does that and she finds the outdoor activities club and they have a really small club room and that's where she meets um, Chiaki I don't know her last name and Ali and I actually really like Nadeshko's voice after it, it is you you meety and Hanu Modi. She portrays Nadeshko's character really well because she is happy but also independent and wants to be independent more. Uh, in a way you could argue that she's kind of babied by her older sister because her older sister like drives her everywhere, like is always looking after her, like in that episode where Nadeshko goes camping alone for the first time, um, Rin and her sister like kind of spy on her and don't really let like her, which is kind of sweet but at the same time like she wanted to be do it independently. She's also so, a really good cook and I like how they gave her like that like grandma personality because it's kind of like being the mum friend of the group but not really because I feel like the mum friend of the group is, I don't really, I don't think it's a trope that they portray that much in like anime and stuff but I feel like in western media or like at least in like western friendship groups that's like a thing that happens a lot because I'm like the quote-unquote mom friend of the friendship group. Like, and your job, pretty much, if you don't know, it's like, not your job, but you know, it's like typically you have like all the medicine, you always have tissues, you always have like um, food, you always have, like you always have everything planned out perfectly to make sure everyone's okay. You're always like, Does this person have a ride, that person have a ride, da da da. I mean, to be fair, um, I'm the mum friend of the group but my mum doesn't like to drive me places so I always have to get rid of with somebody else <laughs> um so uh yeah but still it's like a it's not it's not a responsibility that like you like I'm not saying I'm, I hate it or I'm forced to do it it's just like you end up doing it and in a way I enjoy it but with the grandma personality trope it's more like she acts like a like somebody who like always has food but isn't necessarily like looking after everybody's needs per se she just like says a lot of things and again if I understood Japanese I'm learning Japanese but if I understood Japanese more like her language and the things she says is kind of implied in the show that like she uses a lot of like grandma phrases um and I think she arguably revived the outdoors activity club despite being a new girl I mean when I think about anime how many times do it's no it's pretty common it's either the i mean she's not the main character but it uh, all depends i don't like i mean i think i should stop trying to figure out who the main character is because it doesn't really matter in this sense because it just follows like the how many of them one two three the five of them and they like act outdoors activity club which i think is quite fun um but you could say arguably the two main characters are like rin and nageshiko What was going to say about her i was like she's the new girl character but she like almost steals the show in a way like she almost becomes the main character i was about to talk about shows that like do that but i'm not going to then I have chiaki she i don't know i feel like this is, like it might i might be like i'm missing something language barrier wise but i feel like she uses like a lot of like not yakuza but like rough like japanese like she likes to say omai a lot And i mean depending on the region you are omai can be used like friendly i think but it's usually, like, used masculinely... That is that a word? I don't know. And uh, she's she can be a bit of a menace sometimes, but she's really good at finding camp, uh, camping spots, and she is the president of the Outdoors Activity Club. At the beginning, she's, like, trying to get members because she wants to get a bigger club room, which is, to be honest, that's pretty fair. Like, their club room at the minute was like, a corridor or something, and uh, there's not really that much space for them. It was difficult, obviously, for her because she didn't, there weren't that many members. Then you have Ali um i wrote something here but i'm not going to talk about that but uh, until later but she's portrayed as kind of like a compulsive liar well not like she can't stop lying she just likes lying a lot and uh is quite naive so the fact that she's like always always lying always messes with Nadeshko because she's like are you actually telling the truth and like her little sister ali's little sister's kind of the same uh like they both like to lie to each other a lot but then ali's young ali's younger sister is like a bit not dumber but like she's a child so sometimes she doesn't get when like her older sister's lying and sometimes trusts her a lot which i really like then you have enna chan which is like um rin's best like original like best friend or friend and she's like a dog person she doesn't really want to join a club but she ends up like hanging out with their activities club because she really likes um the club and what i forgot what her dog was called Chikua, that's what's called because in my head it's chihuahua but it's not it's chikuwa um and she ended up buying, like, a really expensive tent. And a really, I don't know if she's, like, rich. She's kind of, like, not pretend that she's rich. But, like, she buys a lot of expensive cafes. Like, she bought a really expensive tent for just for her dog. Not even for her. Um, then, uh, honorable mentions, you have Nereshiko's sister, who's kind of overprotective. And, uh, but I kind of want to know more about her because there's nothing... They don't really tell us, like, what she works as. Obviously, she knows how to drive. They don't say she's, like, in uni or she's finished uni or anything like that. Um... We obviously meet like the people's parents we don't meet everyone's parents we meet like the Deshko's parents rin's parents because rin's grandpa was the person who got her into camping in the first place when she was like in middle school and ever since then she's like been really into camping and her mom was like a motorbike person <laughs> which i kind of liked um and then the teacher who's like a raging alcoholic i write but realistically i like how they portrayed that at the beginning she didn't want to like take on any clubs she was like oh it's gonna be such a pain to like, take on um like a, a club but in the end she ends up um really enjoying looking after the outdoors activity club because her younger sister because was looking for a guy when we first meet them really likes camping too so she's like oh and, and they used to go camping a lot when they were like kids so uh, her like um her basically looking after the outdoor at the outdoor activities club was like a perfect fit for her because she gets to go camping she gets to drink like all different types of like not liquor let's just say alcohol all the different types of alcohol by going across the country like it's obviously an expensive thing I get to go on so many trips see so much scenery like they go to in season two they go to like this place has a bunch of geo spots which is really cool and I was like oh my GCSE geography was flared up I was like oh my gosh that's a spit. oh my gosh that's a wave cut platform (laughs) and it was really fun um then I wrote here uh, I wrote, honestly I feel like the portrayal of teenage girls was kind of nice like, which this brings me back to Aoi, I was like, honestly depending on who you are, I would argue that the male gaze isn't too implored in here, besides from maybe when they go to Hot Springs, but even then ali evidently uh has really big boobs but they don't they never say that out loud or they never like make a joke about it then none of the other characters like does that weird anime thing where they like look at her chest and then, then they look at theirs and then they're like ugh, or they like say something in their head or something like that like they nobody ever pointed out and i in love it because it's like Again, she's just existing, so there's no need to point it out. There's no need to make a joke of it. There's no need to make a thing about it. And I know I'm pointing it out now, which kind of uh, it doesn't feel redundant, but I'm only putting it out to say that they did that really well. Like they didn't, um, they didn't uh, sexualize a teenage a teenage girl, which I appreciate, which is the kind of the bare minimum. But you know media makes it feel like it's not the bare minimum but it was quite enjoyable and also everybody had like different body types well not different body types the only thing i'd say but that's anime in general is like um uh they're all skinny and they're obviously like japanese with like palish skin you know like they're asian but like pale skin and one thing i don't know if I, I don't know if i really enjoy an anime is when they give like their characters like dark skin but they don't, but they're not black. They're just, like, really, just really darkly tanned. And it kind of feeds into, like, the gyaru, like, um, aesthetic. Because uh, what, I can't remember when that came out, but, like, before two thousand um, to combat, like, Japanese beauty standards of being, like, extremely pale and stuff like that. And, like, very dainty and modest. They, like, did the opposite. So they, like, extremely dark tan, stuff like that. I, personally, am not a fan of, like, extreme dark, like, tan... On, like, people who don't have dark skin like I know it's not it doesn't really have necessarily anything to do with black people but like in especially like America it's like reminiscent of like minstrel shows and blackface and I'm not saying it is when they do that in anime but I'm saying it just gives me like a little bit of an icky So I'm like I, I don't know actually how they do it though like should they address it should they not address it should they like like in um Nana Nana set in the early 2000s uh, not the one with the black hair the other Nana her little sister is, like, a gadu, I guess. She has a really dark tan skin. I think they mention it, but, like, I don't really... I From what I remember, I don't really like how they do that. But either way, I think they just call her weird, which is kind of fair enough. Um, but the point is, I uh, kind of go on a side rant about a dark skin. Anyway, I, I feel like uh, sometimes they, like... Sometimes maybe it's supposed to be obvious that they're not black. But other times I like, prefer them to specify um or maybe explain why the person does that because it's again Psyche K some people have issues with Psyche K and um dark bird people in it because there's one character that's kind of like sort of insinuated this black not the girl the like random background guy but they give him like really big kind of ugly lips and it's just kind of like that doesn't sit, sit, sit all right with me but anyway um I was going on a rant about uh, body types. It's still like very skinny and pale skin. Like I'm not saying it's like wow they've done so much for um, <laughs> different body types. I'm just saying that they didn't sexualize a teenage girl, which should be the bare minimum. But you know it's not. Um, and then I wrote uh, strangely not. Oh, I wrote. I said that at the beginning. I said there's not even like a single guy in sight. Which I kind of prefer because it takes any of the focus of like romance or like or like misunderstandings. Like me and my friends yesterday on Discord, um, we, see, we like did a tier list of our favorite like romance uh, tropes and anime. Tro- not really anime, just romance tropes in general. And I'm gonna pull up the list because people might disagree with me or agree with me. This is our this is the three of us's joint list though. Like some of the stuff at the top I don't agree with, but you know. So at the top we have. A royalty fic, there's only one bed, secret relationship, fluff, forbidden romance, star-crossed lovers, in vino veritas, vertas, which just means there's truth in wine. So it's like, I don't know, one of them gets drunk and then they say a bunch of stuff and then the next day, like they wake up and they're like, ah, gosh darn it. And then mutual pining, that's in favorites. Then we have usually like, we have sports fic, enemies to lovers, past history, and uh oh, there's another enemies to lovers. Huddle for warmth, fake dating, can't spit it out, Fake out, make out. Everyone can see it. Secret identity and happily ever after. Then we have depends on execution. There's a lot. I'm not gonna talk about them. But at the bottom we have things like slow burn, miscommunication, and obviously sometimes if you bring romance into it for the sake of drama, you have to put in like a miscommunication. And I can't decide personally because I don't like miscommunications. But I can't decide personally whether they're like necessary for the story. Or how long they should go on for if you do have a misunderstanding. Because misunderstandings can happen in real life. But with good communication, they don't last for long. I feel like there's such a large portrayal of, like, bad communication or bad communication relationships that it's, like, every time there is a miscommunication, it can't be solved quickly because they've already established that they have a bad communication in this relationship. What else at the bottom... Oh, Alpha, Beta, Omega. I'm not going to talk about that because I didn't believe that was true then I saw a fanfiction about it yesterday. Interrupted Intimacy, uh, Fate to Black. Oh, then there's just some weird ones. Like, I hate a, I hate an amnesia one. What's oh, Secret bet? I hate bet relationship uh, thingies. And then uh, bully, I hate when the bully turns into love interest. I just, I just flipping can't. Um, but yeah, by removing the guys from this, But I mean, I'm not saying that if you put guys in, then you have, then you have to put a romance. It, again, it, this category on the as it says depends on execution. So all of these things, it's about how well the writer can write, pretty much. And I can't testify for this, um anime whether it's written by a man or a woman but it doesn't really matter in this sense because i just like the anime and i thought like it was easy enough to talk about uh okay still uh, i'm getting to about 40 minutes now and um do i have anything i really want to say about you camp uh i haven't seen the movie i should probably watch the movie about the character designs it kind of has all the characters have colored hair besides from the main the main characters have coloured hair and everyone else doesn't but to be honest that's just an anime thing and uh, I kind of miss (laughs) back in my early days I still do it now but you know when like you refer to, you watch like a 12 episode thing and you're like the person with the red hair Um, side rant because I was thinking about this while I was in the show this morning because I watched a YouTube video about it i do you ever like find yourself i'll do side rant and i'll do updates on i end it so that might take another 10 minutes um do you ever find yourself like so you watch something that's like really really popular and everyone like this is peak and not like i'm not talking like shonen necessarily i'm talking like let's say something like daily life of high school boys or like um love is war for example i'm saying love is war is great but do you ever find yourself like watching something that is really popular and you know it's good right or you know it's supposed to be there's two actually there's two sides to this either you know it's supposed to be good but you're just not laughing or you're just not enjoying it the way that you feel like you should be. So then you're just like, it was okay, it was pretty good, but I wasn't like, in the case of some like uh, comedy, I wasn't laughing my guts out. I like could Grand Blue, I didn't really, I only watched like, the first two episodes, I think, and I didn't really like it that much. And I know people said it was like, really funny, it was hilarious, but I, I just couldn't, I had to stop watching that. Same with Daily Left for High School Boys, I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't really like this that much. Um, but then there's things like Love is War. Uh, which you know is supposed to be good and you enjoy it but I again wait actually I, I think that's the same thing but anyway I'm just going to explain it and you enjoy it but I'm not like laughing my I'm not like this is my this the best anime ever and I wish I could I actually wish I could I try and find things I'm like okay I try and make excuses for myself this is what I'm trying to get to I'm Trying to make excuses to myself like why I didn't like it or why I didn't enjoy it that much when I was first watching it and I'm like I guess it was just my mood at the time like if I was to rewatch it now I bet I'd say it was like really really funny but at the same time i feel like uh, when i in the past couple of years i've been watching anime i've watched a lot of stuff and the stuff that st- if it sticks out for me then it should be, then it's good for me i feel like or if it unless it sticks out badly you know i don't want to force myself to try and like make stuff that i don't everybody has their preferences and then i feel like in this anime community in this anime climate that if you don't like the same thing i mean you can say that about any community but if you don't like the same thing as somebody else then you're wrong and then you make you then you make yourself feel wrong because you're like okay well why don't I even like it like I, obviously I missed something obviously I'm like dumb enough I don't I don't get it like clearly there's something going on like even with Joe when I finished Joe and I absolutely love it you know but I wasn't like laughing 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 and I don't know I feel like for me I don't know what my comedy style is but it might be situational kind of comedy like I'd probably laugh harder just like talking to my friends than I would like but then you could say arguably in a show you're supposed to like you're not supposed to become friends with these characters but you're supposed to like know these characters personalities more and maybe that's a language barrier uh, because some phrases would probably be funnier if I understood Japanese but I know a dub exists but um, like I said the language barrier might make it a little less funny than it probably would be if I understood Japanese but like I said you're supposed to like know these characters and then like when they do something you're like you know it's funny because you know the type of character they are Um, rather than which I guess kind of is situational comedy like when you're with your friend you're laughing at whatever they said because you know your friend and you know the context and everything behind that joke but even in like nichi joe there's like a lot of cultural not even Ichijo, just in japanese comedy in general because i was watching a video about why people don't really understand why people say japanese comedy is mainly slapstick comedy which it isn't um it's because there's a lot of cultural things that people don't understand And if you don't understand it sometimes you just mentally block it out and don't think it exists which for you means that only slapstick comedy is the only type of Japanese comedy that like ever exists. But anyway, that's what I think. I didn't mean, have I watched an anime that actually genuinely made me like laugh every episode? I actually can't think. Because uh, even if I go into my list right now, which I am going to do... Um, like most of the stuff I love is because of the plot and because of the characters and it's not necessarily a comedy, it's just like every now and again there'll be really funny moments, like in Doctor Stone there'll be like really funny moments, you know? But you're not gonna call Doctor Stone a comedy, are you? Even in Spy X Family was just finished airing. Same with Love is War season three, it's over now. Um there were really funny moments, but I wasn't laughing every single episode and I feel like isn't that it feels a bit unrealistic to assume that you're gonna laugh every episode, isn't it? But Uh, Some people do, and then it almost feels like, oh no, what's wrong with me? Because I'm not laughing at every single episode of this anime, even though people said it was hilarious, you know? Like, some of my favourites on here aren't necessarily, like, yeah, they're not really comedy. I don't put a lot of comedy in my favourites. I'm, like, a more story-based person with, like, elements of comedy in it. Like, a good example of possibly comedy I kind of like is um, The Purple Hyacinth, you know? And I was talking about... (laughs) I'm actually not going to detail this conversation... But I was talking about how, to my friend how um, I like, because uh, I'm going to have to out myself, not out myself, like, basically I started playing Mystic, Mystic Messenger and I'm going through the you Song route and uh, because he's like, my friend was like, oh, you like Golden Retriever? I hate this term so much. And I've used it all the time on podcast, but she was like, oh, you like Golden Retriever, boys, Angie? And I was like, yeah, I hate to admit it. So I thought you would have done the you Song route and I was like, oh, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But... If you know the Purple Hyacinth, the like the Purple Hyacinth, like the assassin, like the other main character in the Purple Hyacinth, I like that kind of humor, that kind of guy. Like it's not like dark humor necessarily, but it's like he's like very classy, but then he likes witty jokes. I love a good witty joke, you know. And in the Purple Hyacinth, again, the comedy's not the main thing. Like they have this whole mystery, mystery and like drama plot and da 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 going on the side. But I love just like jokes like inserted in like perfectly witty at the night time and to be honest I find like the reading forms like manga and webtoons a little bit harder to like not understand but just to like follow maybe for me and, and I feel like it's because I'm a slow reader and also the flow of manga panels I'm bad at but I'm, the more I read manga and webtoon the easier it gets for me to like understand where and how the story is moving and where everybody's positioned Because in a book it will just describe it to you But in a web team you have to The point is uh, I'm pretty much I just feel bad sometimes That I don't like Enjoy something as much as everybody Like else enjoys it Because you want to enjoy things As much as everybody else enjoys it Because that's kind of part of human nature You want to partake in things That everybody likes You know But I will conclude this by doing my update at the end because I think um, I go off topic sometimes if I do like I still went off topic, but I go off topic sometimes if I don't do my rant at the end, do my rant. So in terms, um, all the spring anime is finished. I talked about that, and also the studio, that animated UD camp was Studio C Station. They're kind of an unknown studio. They don't, they haven't animated anything I've heard of. Um, uh, what else? Um, manga I've been reading. I read. I started reading this manga in Japanese on this like app I got, but then I, but then it like gives you a limit on how many chapters you can read it without paying, which was fine. So I just had to read the rest in English. Um, and it's called Skip to Lofa I don't know. It seems a bit. I'm enjoying it so far, but it's not. It's nothing special. Like I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people. It's just kind of like slice of life, wholesome, high schooly uh, kind of stuff, and it's fine. Um, games, I've, But I, have kind of stopped watching a little bit of anime. Like I'm only talking about this because I watched it like two, three weeks. Not two, like two weeks ago. You did camp, but I've taken a bit of an anime break. Uh, I might get back into it. But I, like I said earlier, I'm watching Stranger Things because I'm trying to. I'm trying to do, trying to do um, watch other things besides from anime, and uh, I've been playing a lot of games recently so I've gotten back into Genshin because I have time and Kazuha's banner's coming next I'm bringing Kazuha home but I actually haven't been playing Genshin that much I've been playing a lot of Ace Attorney I finished the first game I'm about to start the second game I downloaded Stardew Valley well bought and downloaded Stardew Valley because because it was on sale and I'm sorry I'm a sucker for anything that's on sale um I know it's another farming sim and I already have Animal Crossing New Horizons and it's probably gonna be long like I obviously said earlier I'm playing Mystic Messenger um, I think I'm going to download Fall Guys because that's really popular right now, and I played it at my mum's like, friend's house with her son, who's about my age, and it was quite fun. It just seems like a good game you can just play on VC, but it does seem like a console game, not an app game, so I can only really play it with people who either have a Switch or have a, like Xbox or something. Um, any other games I've been, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, I want to read, I want to play, like I've got a lot to do, a lot to do, uh, my friends started playing Amoria, which I, I recommend everyone to play Amoria it's so good, I didn't know it was classified as 18 though, because it just came out on Switch, um, and I played it on Steam because it was cheaper on Steam, and plus it wasn't out on Switch when I was playing it, uh, it's cheaper on Steam I still think, um, but it's a really good game i recommend people to play it and it's not very hard i like my games not very hard or i can just like go find a walkthrough and like play it anyways getting to 40 minutes Anyway, back to Yuru Camp. Yuru Camp was a very enjoyable uh, sight of life. Uh, cute girls doing cute things. Anime, and I recommend if you just if you just want to watch something, you could probably watch it weekly if you don't have a lot of time. But also, binging it is still quite uh, satisfying anyway because of the scenery, the characters, the voice actors just everything about it really gives you just like peace I feel like inside which is kind of the point of healing anime it's like it's nothing extravagant the animation's not like in terms of like, the character movements, it's not amazing I wouldn't say it's very tropey besides from possibly like the maybe overprotective older, older sibling, the person who's always drunk which is the teacher, maybe the dog person but I don't feel like these are like typical typical tropes unless I'm being like dumb but I do have a um, I did watch a video about comedy anime so I might start watching comedy anime once I finish Stranger Things or in between. Thank you guys for uh, listening to this episode of the podcast I talked last episode about how I want to I want to change some things about the podcast I don't really know would I want to change though, Because I've been doing it for a year and my friends pointed it out to me. This is like my, like about our year anniversary of the podcast since the beginning. And I'm glad I've been able to um, release episodes at least a monthly consistently. Well, besides from the beginning. At the beginning, it wasn't very consistent because it was year 10. I still want to make changes to this. I don't really know what I want to do um, with this podcast because I want to improve the YouTube. But I don't really know how. I feel like I need to learn a bit more about editing because the audio I'm fine with. But the view- video wise, I want to do more with that but anyway thank you for listening to the podcast hope you have a good week a good summer i have the longest summer ahead of me that's gonna happen uh probably, apparently people say in my lifetime because i have like a nine week summer i'm really excited for what i can do this summer i'm really excited to learn japanese possibly get a job all these things that i really want to do thank you for listening to this episode episode 12 of uh so anyway uh so anyway bye